presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Baylor University Hand Camera School of Business, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. You got him. It is Matt Mosley, and uh, it is the beginning of today's program as we roll through a Tuesday. So good to be with you. Uh, It is uh, fun times and wild times. The wildest coaching carousel uh, I I can remember, honestly, in the last several years. A remarkable situation going on in college football. And, um, well, Aaron, when we last spoke, we mentioned that uh, that maybe LSU had an interest in Brian Kelly. <laughs> These things happen quickly, sir, as we both found out. And uh, uh, we've known it over the years. I just don't. Aaron, am I overstating this? Do we? We've had some wild ones, and we've had some weird stories with like Lane Kiffin getting fired on a on a uh, tarmac at USC years ago. But I I think these firings have happened so early, and there have been so many of them. I don't ever remember one. You know what it feels like? Somebody made this point the other day, so I don't want to take full credit for it. Um, but it it feels like. You know, you know how we get so excited about. We used to be like winter uh, free agency and all that kind of stuff in baseball. The stove, you know, the hot stove league, and then and then it would be like, uh, uh, you know, NBA free agency has become a huge thing. Well, college, um, college coaching carousels almost become like that. Uh, but you know, you talk about fire people being fired and lives at stake. You know, I don't think fans and everything ever really think about that. I, I thought that was, again, a reminder of, like, Dave Aranda's, um, you know, kind of like his humanity and kind of who he is when he said the other day his first thing on the whole Lincoln-Riley thing was not, well, oh, man, good for Lincoln or this or that. It was like, yeah, I thought about all those families and the people who probably didn't know and the people who were surprised. And um, I I, uh, I tell you, my, the, I'm, I'm eternally grateful right now that it seems like Aranda is going to stay. Um, I uh, selfishly always wish the best for people you like and, and uh, respect. But, um, you know, with Rule, we, we kind of knew he was angling toward where he ended up. You know, I... It feels different with Aranda. Now, I say that, and maybe he'll leave in a, a year or two. I, I'm just glad for now he he seems to really fit in well. And you know what's important? And I, and I think Matt Campbell, for the most part, has done this at Iowa State, although it does seem like he'll be a name mentioned for this Notre Dame opening. But, I, you know, Aranda seems to really have a good sense of who he is and where he fits best. So sometimes the world will tell you where you need to fit. Sometimes agents and, I mean, my gosh, even in our careers, uh, Aaron, you know, I, with my career, I've had it happen. You should go here. You should go there. You should work for them. And if you start listening to all those people, you end up, I mean, I left one time the morning Dallas Morning News. I loved it. And I thought, well, I've got to go to ESPN. I've got to. And I almost immediately regretted it because I had, you know, Dallas Morning News 
was home. I'm talking about ESPN.com years ago. Well, on a bigger scale, it happens like that, you know, with these coaches. You hear LSU's interested, and you think, well, in every agent, oh, I can get more money, I can get more money. And um, I just think Aranda has a really good handle on things. Now, watch, watch, you know, OU or Notre Dame come after him now, and, you know, we may be singing a different tune, but I don't think so. I don't think he's really angling for that. Baylor's fortunate in that um, they have some coaches like Scott Drew. I mean, like if I'm Indiana, for instance, Aaron, you know, I was thinking, how does Indiana, a guy from that part of the world, like how would they not throw everything in the world at Scott Drew? Well, thank goodness they didn't. And he was able just to focus on winning a national title, and they went and hired Mike Woodson. But part of that is, Sometimes people actually do fall in love with certain jobs and environments, and and fortunately Scott's that way. We thought Kim was that way, and then uh, for many reasons, which you won't get into, um, she's not with us anymore. Now she is with Brian Kelly uh, at LSU, and while it's funny to imagine Brian Kelly, and you know how fierce he is and mean acting, and he just seems like the biggest heart a uh, you could ever see. It's just kind of funny to imagine him dealing with that fan base. Now, I will say this. The LSU fan base and some of my buddies who are LSU fans, their initial reaction I think is kind of interesting. It's kind of like, thank goodness. I mean, yeah, Coach O did some good things. And, yes, um, you know, obviously uh, less uh, less Miles won a national title there. I mean, both those guys. And, and, and then, of course, what Nick Saban did. But the last two – Les and Coach O have had their sort of goofiness. Now, when they won a national title, of course, that goofiness was great. Then suddenly it wasn't so great when they started losing. Now they have a no-nonsense type guy that's a little bit more like Nick Saban, although I would call him, Aaron, sort of uh, Nick Saban light, so to speak. You know, and I, I know that sounds uh, like I'm being disrespectful to him. I, I've always held that Brian Kelly was a little bit overrated in the sense that, you know, they make it to, like, the BCS game or they make it to the college football playoff, and they, they never perform. I mean, they get blown out when they get on that stage. But we do have to give him credit for getting to that stage and, and for winning so many games at Notre Dame. Yes, they don't really – play in a conference or they don't play in a conference at all uh they did play an acc schedule last year because of the pandemic because everybody cowers to notre dame and gives them anything they want but um not this time not this time and their ad said today in an interview that or i think it was a press conference actually that uh he felt like brian kelly had a uh, the quote restlessness about him, and uh, I, I find that interesting. He, he just felt like, and he said he made Freudian slips along the way. <laughs> Can you imagine that, Aaron? Like one of our bosses saying, "Well, Mosley, Mosley made some Freudian slips that let me know he wanted to be somewhere else." <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, does does the fit seem? Aaron, you're you're way into all this stuff, and you love all these colleges, and, you know, following all these things. Does the fit at LSU seem just absolutely wacko weird to you, 
or do you sort of buy into what I'm saying that in what my LSU buddies are saying that maybe it was time for them to bring an adult into the room, you know, more of a Saban type than a less weird Mad Hatter and then the old uh, Cajun uh, Ed Orgeron. Do you think that this could be a really good thing for LSU? Well, not to straddle the fence, but I, it, I thought when it first happened and most of today that it was just a weird fit. I, not that it wouldn't work, but it was a weird fit. I think it'll work because he's a heck of a coach um, and he's going to, you know, He's going to be able to, I think, recruit better at LSU. But um, what you just said has kind of made me lean towards, yeah, okay, maybe I, di- I didn't really look at it like that. And uh, maybe he will be a good fit for LSU. I mean, I think he'll win there. Yeah, I, I mean, he, you've got all the resources. Now, initial reports came out that he was going to make $15 million a year. and I mean, everybody was like, wait. My first thought was, what does Belichick make? And then somebody said he makes like 12 and a half. And I just thought, that seems ridiculous. There's no way. And, of course, there, that was true. There was no way. It was not. It was not. I mean, it's still a huge amount of money, what he's going to make. I think it's 10 years, like $95 million or something. Um, but And I guess that's the going rate, you know, to get a huge coach like that. I, I think Brian Kelly – I mean, I, I think it's just hard for, honestly, Sooners fans and Irish fans to get their arms around the fact that someone would want to leave them for something. Like, even if they left for the NFL, I think they would have a better understanding. The thought of somebody at, at Norman, Oklahoma, wanting, preferring to go coach for USC, or the thought of, of someone that's up there and think about it. He'd been, you know, in the Midwest, he'd been at, uh, uh, at Cincinnati and then he'd been at, he'd been at some different places. I'm thinking about where Brian Kelly's been. He was at central Michigan before that. He was like at grand Valley state. He's been in kind of that part of the country. Then he goes to Cincinnati. Then he's at Notre Dame. I mean, you know, you're just kind of that, uh, uh, Midwest rust belt, you know, I mean, kind of in those sorts of places, you think, well, that's kind of where they need to be the rest of their career. And and I guess certain people get antsy. And you get to certain ages and you think, hmm, maybe I want to take one more shot at something different. And Brian Kelly was sitting there at age 60. Now, the, maybe the thought is that, you know, he maybe he thought they were getting a little bit tired of him at Notre Dame. But, I mean, he was winning enough that I don't – I don't think they could run him off, although I say that, and look at Dan Mullen. I mean, Dan Mullen was winning a ton and doing well at Florida, and he and he had a bad run this year, almost beat Alabama, and then has a bad run this year, and they're like, you're out of here. You're gone. So, you, I mean, think about the fine line between being gone and then being, like, viewed as someone else's savior. Um, I don't want to get biblical, but you know what I'm saying, Aaron? I mean, think about Think about the fact that uh, that that Jimbo that last season at Florida State was like five and six or six and six, whatever it was, and then A and M couldn't wait to pay him bukus of millions to to be their head coach. I mean, it was like, oh my gosh, because in their eyes, they're like, well, this is the same guy 
who not long ago won a national title. And that's true. But, but it's just funny how different fan bases can view things. Suddenly, Brian Kelly, uh, so I don't know where the fan base, you know who I feel a little bit bad for. I, I got one guy that I actually worked for from Fox, Aaron, that uh, is, is, is uh, the, the, the uh, oh, he's, he's a Washington grad. Okay, University of Washington. And d- with all this going on and all this craziness, you know, they suddenly think, well, maybe Matt Campbell. Maybe we can get involved in the Matt Campbell sweepstakes and all that kind of stuff. Aaron, word comes out yesterday that they've landed somebody named, like, DeBoer. Um, is it, like, Mike DeBoer or somebody? Can you imagine, Aaron, sitting out there in this kind of in this kind of environment and in this kind of uh, carousel, coaching carousel, and you go, Oh, we got Coach DeBoer? <laughs> it's like, oh, we got the Fresno State coach? He may be great. Right. He may end up being great. Who knows? But uh, um, I would say I would say a few years ago when Baylor hired, um, you know, Matt Rule, that initially, I, I, I don't know how you were, uh, Aaron, but I think there were a lot of people who were just kind of like, eh, okay, the Temple coach? Mm-hmm. And then he goes one and eleven, and you're thinking even more like, eh, really, okay. And then he turns it around, and he goes to you know the NFL, and Aranda comes in. And I would have to say that you know it's funny now. I was hearing one of those hype videos. I think Brock Nallen sent it out. Brock's a guy that um, is a son of a, a fraternity brother of mine from Baylor, and Brock went to Baylor too. He he put out a, a hype video the other day. Aaron, do you see in these things? There's like a ton of them out there, and and it had all this highlights under Aranda's voice, and it was unbelievably cool. And but but what made me kind of laugh was that same press conference. I remember doing it. I remember being there, and I remember being on the air. And I remember telling Simcox, or uh, you know, I think he was back at the helm. Hey, pod that up, pod that up. I don't think people can hear him. Like we were all like, I, I, I can't even hear this guy. So. Uh, I think it's interesting how perspectives change, and uh, it is fascinating to watch it all. It is the Matt Mosley Show. We are off and running on a Tuesday. Thank you, UBO. Thank you for what you do. Thank you, Sean Hunt, for being such a huge supporter. And we use UBO at Eminem Broadcasting. They came in, transformed our copying services, and Aaron, the fact that um, you and I have jobs. Part of it is because a UBO came and like streamlined everything and helped our workforce, and that's the reason Aaron they can afford our enormous salaries at Eminem Broadcasting. Uh, but thank you, UBO Sean Hunt, for what you do—an incredible job and a great supporter. Listens to us daily. Uh, when I make a mistake, which is almost daily, uh, Sean's there to point it out, kind of help me through it. But uh, all right, we got something kind of cool for you next. Um, Huge book coming out. RG3 has written it with an old friend of mine, Gary Myers, longtime New York Daily News uh, columnist. And Gary Myers is going to join us to talk about that book he did with Robert Griffin III next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Our unseasonably mild weather continues. Matter of fact, continues for the rest of the week. We'll see partly cloudy skies tonight, lows dropping to 52 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, but again, more sunshine in the afternoon. It'll be very warm with a high of 77 and partly cloudy, even warmer on Thursday and 78. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. The next time you need heating or air conditioning service for your home or office, or maybe an upgrade to your current system, remember Necessary Services. They're a proud York dealer, and remember, York products are American-made. Necessary Services serves Bosque, Coriel, and Western McLennan County customers. With over 35 years' experience, that's Necessary Services on 5th Street in Clifton. 254-675-6757. License TACLB 0220-69. Everything we do, we do for you. Go the distance with First Central Credit Union, your local team. Cheer on with lower payments by refinancing your vehicle. Rates are as low as 1.99% APR. First Central makes it a winning season with financing set to your preferences. You can select your due date and your payment frequency. Our local lenders are here to help with a game plan that meets your needs. Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. Payments for qualified buyers at 2.9% with 5,000 down. Cash or trade. See dealer for details. Get the quality pre-owned car you need now at a price you can afford at Richard Car. Find great deals like a seven-passenger 2016 GMC Acadia for $211 a month. A 2015 Toyota Tundra pickup for $318 a month. Get top dollar for your trade. All pre-owned cars and trucks go through a 172-point inspection, and multiple lenders mean we say yes when others say no. Find your next car or truck at Richard Car. At Richard Car, we give you more. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. 
Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Washington held off Seattle 17 to 15 last night on Monday Night Football. Another shot to the Cowboys roster. The NFL suspended Cowboys defensive tackle Tristan Hill without pay for two games on Monday for punching Raiders guard John Simpson after the Thanksgiving Day loss to the Raiders. Brian Kelly has left Notre Dame to become the next head coach of LSU. Kelly has agreed to a 10-year, $95 million deal that also has incentives. Texas Rangers securing the middle infield after agreeing to a 10-year $325 million deal with shortstop Corey Seager, a day after agreeing to a seven-year deal with infielder Marcus Simeon. Bader Women's Basketball tonight hosting Moorhead State in the Farrell Center. 7 o'clock tip and you can hear the action on ESPN Central Texas. Catch the Coach Pete Fredenberg show tonight starting at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. partnership with Central National Bank. They just re-upped with us. That partnership continues, and uh, we appreciate them so much. Brian Fonville, Executive Vice President there, and uh, proud to be joined right now uh, by Gary Myers, my longtime friend, longtime uh, NFL columnist, New York Daily News, uh, longtime author, and uh, Gary, I uh, boy, I immediately wanted to book you today when uh, I saw our guy uh, RG three from uh, uh, you know has a book coming out, and I and I was immediately I was like, well, I, I wonder who RG three uh, wrote this with, and of course there it is, Gary Myers. You're everywhere, sir. Uh, congratulations on this, and I guess uh, uh, we can start pre-ordering. Is that correct? That would be a great idea. <laughs> That's the whole idea of, uh, of making the announcement today with, with the book coming out next August. Is, you know, to give people time to uh, think about it, hopefully not too long, and place a pre-order so when it comes out on August 9th, you can get it right away. And um, I'm really excited about it. I think Robert was very, you know, forthcoming in uh, in everything he said in the book and um, I think everybody's going to be really interested to hear what he has to say, both about his Baylor years and uh, his years in the NFL, specifically in Washington. Yeah, and, and we've we've enjoyed you've written so much stuff about coaches, quarterbacks over the years, but boy, that that was and and I had kind of a front row view of some of that uh, covering the the Cowboys and covering the NFC East that uh, you did too, but. You know, Gary, what I remember is uh, that I, I remember seeing that look on Jerry Jones's face after one of those games. Uh, I guess it was Thanksgiving in mm-hmm. uh, 2000. Oh gosh, 11 12. or 12. And and you know, they 12. Yeah, they just lit up the Cowboys. And Jerry looked like he'd seen a ghost. I mean, he saw the next 10 years. Like we, we this this guy is going to light us up. 
Um, did that come up when y'all were talking? Because I mean, there, that I, I would imagine that did, and it you know people almost forget that uh, Gary that first that rookie season, it the trajectory looked like he was he was going into to orbit with with where he was headed. Absolutely right. I mean, he was you know the most dynamic player that had come into the league you know probably since michael vick just in terms of creating excitement um and had immediate success winning the nfc east and won the last seven games his rookie year um right in the middle of that was the thanksgiving game victory against the cowboys and they beat him again in the final game of the season to clinch the division and if there was, if the arrow was pointing up on any player in the league coming down the stretch of that season, in terms of, like you said, this is a guy that's going to light it up for ten years. It was RG three, and um, he goes into great detail about uh, what happened with his knee first in the Baltimore game and then in the Seattle playoff game, uh, his rookie year. Um, that you you kind of cringe, you know, reading it because um, you really have to wonder, as he mentioned in his tweets today about the powerful coach and, you know, the rich owner and stuff like that, you know, whose interest was being served um, on game day uh, against Seattle in the playoffs when he got re-injured his knee at the end of the first quarter. And I was at that game, Matt. I don't know if you were there, but I covered that game. And, you know, from that crappy seat they gave us in the press box at FedEx Field behind the end zone, um, and he got hurt initially at the other end of the field. My immediate thought was he's done for the day because he can barely walk. And uh, for some reason they kept putting him out there until he tore his ACL in the fourth quarter going after a low shotgun snap, and it was never the same again. And um, you wonder why he was kept in that game with Shanahan trying to prove a point to Snyder because Snyder forced a trade that Shanahan did not want to make to move up in the draft to get him. Um, Robert was almost the innocent bystander in an incredible uh, power struggle between the owner and the coach. And and he might have he been the only lasting victim of it because his career was never the same. Yeah, I'm very interested in this, and I think you will sell quite a few of these uh, books in Central Texas. Our listening audience, you know, huge RG3 fans, and uh, and Gary, those uh, Redskins uh, or back then they were the Redskins. Those Washington mm-hmm. Football Team jerseys, RG3 jerseys, number ten, started showing up in Waco in surrounding areas like crazy back then. And so this chance, this thing had a chance to take off. But you're totally right. That was a mess between the owner and that who also loved to get close to players, much like mm-hmm. another owner we know, um, and in, a, in an imperious sort of, a, uh, you know, this Shanahan was such a strong, obviously with his background and what he'd done with the Broncos, you know, he was a guy that was, uh, you know, there was destined to be a battle. And it's, I'm, I'll be fascinated to see kind of what Robert's. Now, I'm curious, did Robert, I know you can't share everything, but like even the medical stuff moving forward from there, 
did there become a, a, a pretty large, as I recall, Gary, a pretty big tug of war between, you know, Robert, maybe even his dad getting involved, and then what the what the what the Washington football team wanted to do that was I would imagine that's a pretty big part of this book. Yeah, I mean, he really resented the Shanahan. He feels pulling his father into this, uh, not so much on the medical stuff, but um, his dad apparently was interviewed um, when he was coming back from his knee surgery, and said in an interview, kind of matter of factly, that he'd like to see his son run less and throw more because, you know, that's kind of what quarterbacks do and that's how they last in the league, how they, you know, survive in the league. And, again, without giving too much away, uh, there's just a really compelling passage in the book where with Robert sitting there, Shanahan insisted that Robert call his father and put him on the speakerphone, and Shanahan said, we'd really like you to come to the office ASAP, so you can give us your input on how we should use your son. And Robert knew that Shanahan was just grandstanding there. And, you know, his dad refused. He said, you know, I'd love to come and watch practice and whatnot, but I'm not coming close to your coach's meeting room. That's none of my business. That's your business. And um, Robert really had hard feelings for Shanahan about trying to turn his father into the bad guy. And from my best of my understanding, you know, his father commented, his father was not um, Lamar Ball by any stretch. And his father is a a military guy who understood protocol and and the chain of command. And he wasn't going to start telling a football coach how to use his son. I mean, parents do that in middle school and high school. Uh, maybe sometimes they get involved in college, but rarely. It never happens in the NFL where a parent gets involved. I mean, we saw Odell Beckham's, Odell Beckham's father uh, tweet instances, you know, showing plays or tape or whatever, where OBJ was open and Baker Mayfield wasn't throwing him the ball. You don't see that. I think parents, you know, generally stay out of it um, when it comes to the NFL. And you know, from all my research, in addition to what Robert was telling me, I just don't see that his father became, you know, a helicopter parent uh, when it came to Robert's career in, in Washington. A lot of mistakes were made. Uh, I think when people read the book, they'll understand why Robert is so bitter about how both Shanahan handled him. And, um, you know, to a lesser degree, um, he doesn't hold the same animosity, although I would towards Dr. James Andrews, who was the game day sideline doctor for the Redskins. I don't know if he still is, but back then he was. And, you know, he examined Robert in that Seattle game after he he re-injured his knee in the first quarter and approved that, you know, he let him go back on the field. And as long as the doctor said it was okay and Robert didn't want to come out of the game, Shanahan was going to play him. And it was clearly the wrong decision. And blame can be passed all around on that. All you had to do was watch the game to see that he couldn't walk, no less try to evade, avoid, you know, pretty a pretty dynamic defensive pass rush team in Seattle. So um, I, I think he's got a lot of reason to look back and feel that um, he was mismanaged both by the coaching staff and the medical staff. And you can't help but wonder, you know, 
what what could have been. I mean, that was the second ACL surgery he had on that knee, as people in Waco know that he had a similar surgery when he played at Baylor, and he bounced back to the point that he won the Heisman Trophy two years later, and then mm-hmm. was you know the best offensive rookie in the NFL the year after that. But there's only so much abuse you know a knee could take, and I, I think what happened uh, when he did tear his ACL late in that game. I think that was about the limit on what he can handle. Talking to Gary Myers, uh, New York Daily News, longtime uh, columnist, NFL columnist there. I think he's still in the uh, former New York Daily News. I know. I I know you're not. I was just giving your credentials. Don't cut me off when I'm trying to brag on you. No, I'd rather get Uh, Dallas Morning News. People in Texas might remember me. (laughs) <laughs> former that's right former dallas morning news beat writer as well and uh i i'm fascinated also with that book because uh, robert seemed to, to indicate that y'all might talk some about the uh sexual harassment you know some of the stuff that mm-hmm. uh he may have uh picked up on there but we may want to leave that as a uh, tease did you mm-hmm. uh how much uh, i how, how, the players that would be that would be really surprising to me for players to be sort of picking up on that kind of thing, but did Robert seem to have some some interesting insight into maybe what was going on in that respect? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to kind of leave you hanging on this one a little bit. <laughs> um and say that you know obviously he said everybody in the organization, you know, kind of knew what was going on, although he himself, as far as the women in the organization being sexually harassed, really only witnessed a scout kind of, you know, making wide eyes and, and inappropriate comments at a woman uh-huh. in the organization during training camp one summer um, in Richmond. But he didn't witness anything else um, firsthand. But I'll just. I'm just going to leave it like this, and this is going to be like the ultimate tease. Um, <laughs> when he told me about the stuff that he wanted in the sexual harassment chapter, I nearly fell off my chair. So I'm going to leave it at that because um, um, it's it's the right thing to do at this point, and I don't want to tell the story for him. I want people to read it, and then if he wants to talk about it after um, – that's up to him, but um, it, it's pretty well, – I'll just leave it like I fell off my chair when he told me. All right. Well, that is a pretty good tease. I feel like you might have done a little radio in your career, which I know you did. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, I do want to say, Matt, um, you know, we're kind of laughing about the way I'm, I'm not telling you, but there was nothing to laugh about when it comes to what happened in that office and what the culture was like there. And, um, and it's reprehensible and despicable. Some of the things that were going on and most, I'll be honest with you. Most of what I know about what was going on there is just what I read in those Washington post stories. And of course, Robert, you know, commented on that because he didn't witness any of that stuff. Yeah. You know, players talk, but, you know, there's not a lot of interaction between the players 
and the front office. I don't know if you've ever been to where the Redskins have their – I keep saying the Redskins, but wherever where their headquarters are in Ashburn. I have. You, 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 you have or have not? I have. Oh, you have. Okay. So it's just your listeners. You know, you walk in the building and there's a staircase, you know, 20 feet from the front door that goes downstairs to the locker room. And then, but if you continue straight on the first floor, in fact, where the coaches' offices are and the GM and scouts and whatnot. So there's not a lot of interaction based on the, um, um, you know, the logistics there between the, where the locker room is and where, you know, the rest of the football staff is. So the players really were not in position to witness a lot of this stuff on their own. You know, a lot of it was going on with text messages and in in private meetings that not a lot of people were privy to other than those that were actually in the meetings. But um, like I said, you'll, you'll be you'll, – next August when you read this, Matt, and I'll make sure you get a copy in advance, um, you'll, you'll remember, oh, yeah, I remember when I had Myers on last – November that he kind of was hinting about this. Now I know what he's talking about. Well, listen, I, uh, I appreciate it. Always, uh, any book you have out, I always read whether you, uh, send it to me or not. And I, uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. always great catching up, Gary. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being on with us and watch this juggernaut of a Cowboys team, uh, th- you know, Thursday night as they continue their march toward the Super Bowl. <laughs> I love the way you put that. But I'll tell you what, with gambling gambling available in the neighboring states of New York, I'm not going to put any money on what you just said. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that at all. There he goes, (laughs) Gary Myers, former New York Daily News, former Cowboys uh, beat writer and uh, a a, uh, legendary author to boot, uh, Gary Myers, joining the Matt Mosley Show. It is Campus Confidential. And it is next. The Baylor Coaches Show. Now, 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. We'll take this Wednesday off for Thanksgiving, then be back Wednesday, December 1st, and our special guest will be Athletic Director Mac Rose. Join us December 1st, live from Rudy's. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's. Now, beginning at 7 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. 
Leon River Mercantile is your locally owned and operated small business serving the greater Central Texas area for all your western wear, boots, gifts, workwear, and tack items. They feature thousands of styles of western wear for men, women, and children from popular brands like Ariat, Brighton, Sense, Corral, Hey Dude, Huey, Justin, Lucchese, Miss Me, Resist All, Twisted X, and Wrangler. Leon River Mercantile in Gatesville and early at leonriver.com and find them on Facebook. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. At the Good Feet Store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I walked all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet Store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet Store today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Washington held off Seattle 17 to 15 last night on Monday Night Football. Another shot to the Cowboys roster. The NFL suspended Cowboys defensive tackle Tristan Hill without pay for two games on Monday for punching Raiders guard John Simpson after the Thanksgiving Day loss to the Raiders. Brian Kelly has left Notre Dame to become the next head coach of LSU. Kelly has agreed to a 10-year, $95 million deal that also has incentives. Texas Rangers securing the middle infield after agreeing to a 10-year $325 million deal with shortstop Corey Seager, a day after agreeing to a seven-year deal with infielder Marcus Simeon. Bader Women's Basketball tonight hosting Moorhead State in the Farrell Center. 7 o'clock tip and you can hear the action on ESPN Central Texas. Catch the Coach Pete Fredenberg show tonight starting at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Don't let pain and sports injuries keep you on the sidelines. Talk with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. You'll discover personalized orthopedic care for kids and adults from minimally invasive to advanced surgical options and the support of physical therapy during recovery. Our doctors and care teams listen to understand you and deliver the care that's right for you at every step. Request an appointment at ascension.org slash Providence TX Sports Med. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. And my goodness, Aaron is the keeper of Campus Confidential. And he's had a lot to choose from as uh, so many coaches have ended up at different places. Fortunately, Baylor, at least for now, has held on to Dave Aranda. I, I expect that to continue to be the case, and I uh, appreciate everybody, a part of Baylor, Mac Rhodes, uh, especially for, uh, for ensuring that uh, unbelievable coaches do, uh, like, uh, like Dave Aranda, stay around. All right, um, 
Let's go to Aaron Sexton. Aaron, it is time for Campus Confidential. And, of course, most of it involves coaching news. You mentioned it earlier, but uh, LSU did make it official earlier today that Brian Kelly is leaving Notre Dame, and he is now the LSU head coach. Ten years, $95 million contract, plus incentives. They will officially introduce him at a press conference tomorrow at noon Central Time. Uh, Kelly is the winningest coach in Notre Dame history. He surpassed Newt Rockney earlier this season. Cincinnati's Luke Fickle will be the top target to replace Kelly at Notre Dame, sources told ESPN. You know, the ripple effect of these things, Aaron, is, is I mean, I, I kind of hate it for these fan bases. Fickle has been extremely loyal to Cincinnati. He doesn't want to leave. And the one thing we've always heard is, well, the only thing he would consider is Ohio State. We know Ryan Day isn't leaving there. Or Notre Dame. And, and of course, Notre Dame now opens up. I mean, think about this, though. You could have uh, – these are two teams that are vying for the college football playoff to make the final four. We're talking about Cincinnati and Notre Dame, and both of those coaches could end up leaving their respective schools. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy, and it just speaks to the nuttiness of the money, the pressure – I mean, you know, it's like the rest of the country gets affected by things like pandemics and, and, oh, my gosh, we've had economic downturns and this and that, and people are losing jobs. And yet, you know, I mean, think about that, Aaron. We were talking at the first of the the, um, the pandemic and, and, oh, my gosh, layoffs at these different universities. Oh, we've lost sports. We've had to, we've had to uh, cancel some different sports. And yet here we are. And... Um, and let's not act like, uh, you know, the presidents have to make all, a lot of these decisions. So it's not like the presidents are going around trying to keep this in, in, under check, in, in check. I mean, do you think the Notre Dame president's going to say, you know what, um, Jack Twarbrick, let's, uh, let's go easy on this next contract. We really, we've had to, we've had to, uh, we've had some people in the science, arts and sciences uh, building. We've had to lay off. So we really can't afford to be uh, sending the wrong message here? No, no, because college football and college athletics drives everything, and college football especially. And so coaches are going to continue to uh, get exorbitant dollars. And uh, so, uh, Aaron, I don't expect to see uh, – and, and by the way, for um, – um, I'm, I'm just glad, Aaron, that uh, – that you know, ten million dollars a year isn't quite incentives enough. <laughs> let's let's include some more incentives sure. for Brian Kelly, so that maybe he can jack this thing up to about you know eleven or twelve million a year. Uh, you know, but A&M gave Jimbo a raise and an extension, and he's got a worse record than Kevin Sumlin had there. So there's uh there's always yeah, there's but I'm just saying, how it. funny is it the uh, the yeah, it's just funny that, you know, hey, by the way, we also are going to throw in some incentives here. No, you know, I Usually I, I, I incentives totally are given, if you think about those, <laughs> oh, yeah, I know you do. I'm just saying, I mean, usually with uh, these, these, like a player will get a one- or two-year deal, but but he gets all these incentives. But it's not usually like like when, it, when, some, when a player gets one of those enormous deals, 
it's not like filled with a bunch of incentive laden type deals. It's just hilarious to hear of a coach getting like a ten million dollar a year deal with oh here's some incentives. Here's some extra incentives for the coach. It's like, I think, man, I, it would be incentive enough for me to be making $10 million a year. All right, Aaron, what else do you have for us in, in Campus Confidential today? You mentioned Ryan Day, the Ohio State head coach. Apparently, Jim Harbaugh took a shot at him this weekend. He didn't take a direct shot, but uh, he was <laughs> in his uh, postgame press conference after beating Ohio State. He said some people were born on third and think they hit a triple which is actually kind of a variation of an old Molly Ivins line who wrote for the uh, who wrote for Texas Monthly for many years talking about George W. Bush many years ago who said uh, he was born on third base and he thought he hit a triple. Basically, that's what Harbaugh said about Ryan Day over the weekend about him taking over a program that was already a monster. And uh, he was uh, kind of basking in the glow of finally getting his victory over Ohio State and took a shot at Coach Day. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe win a couple more of those before you get too haughty. But uh, I, I do think that's that is the hardball way. <clears throat> and you had a double hardball. You had a winning weekend. Um, the Ravens overcame Lamar Jackson. I mean, he threw like four interceptions in that game. So John won, and then Jim with a rare victory over Ohio State, and um, that that. Uh, that was quite a scene, though. I mean, Aaron, the the snow and everything surrounding that whole thing, Ohio State, Michigan, I don't overdo it. I mean, I understand in my mind because of where we live, Texas OU has been more interesting to us over the years. Auburn, Alabama has been a game I'd always like to go to. I, You know, but, but to see Michigan, Ohio State, now that would be cool. That would be really cool. Now, I'm not a – I'd rather sit in a press box and see it because I'm not a real cold-weather guy – but uh, that scene and the snow and everything associated with it was really, really cool. But, uh, yeah, G- Jim Harbaugh is uh, – I liked it, uh, you know, afterwards. Some, some, I, I saw some writer, I forget who it was, they said something like, boy, Jim Harbaugh sure is being aloof. It's like, oh, newsflash. Yeah, you, you didn't realize Jim Harbaugh is like the most aloof guy ever. Like we're 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 gonna like report to the world that Jim Harbaugh is acting aloof, <laughs> like he he is the definition of aloof. Stop me if you've heard this before. Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer says he has no interest in taking any other head coaching job in college and remains committing to rebuilding the horrible Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I like that tweet somebody had somebody had a funny tweet i saw out there they had a picture of his face from when he was in photographed or videoed in that bar and it it said something like (laughs) because they were i think they were referencing the notre dame job coming open and he said they had a picture of urban meyer saying love it when something falls in my lap I usually don't appreciate that kind of uh, <clears throat> lewd type jokes, uh, Aaron, but my goodness, that was pretty funny. And that look on Urban's face that we saw when he was at that bar, again, he deserves all ridicule. He's one of the greatest coaches in the history of college football. I truly believe that. But he's also kind of a creepy, 
weird dude, and uh, and that came, you know, that was uh, reinforced with his behavior that night in that bar. Now again, um, he's not the first man to ever uh, to to do something like that. Although generally, an NFL head coach has the sense the to not show up in his own bar and and uh, you know be videoed while somebody you know with cr- crowded around while somebody's doing a little dance for him but i would say that uh the the jags the uh i, I you know i i would think their fans at this point are kind of like well we kind of wish you know urban would move on we wish he would get interested in in the uh in college again and again you can't ever trust any of these guys i mean brian kelly uh lincoln riley i mean they were I mean, I do kind of trust Dave Aranda. Uh, I really do. Uh, so I shouldn't say any of them. But, I mean, Riley the other night was like, I'm not going to LSU. And then he acted like, well, I got a late-night call from them. Come on. Come on. Do you think we just <laughs> fell off the turnip truck, Lincoln? You think this? You think these conversations just started up late one night, like after you lose to Oklahoma State? Give me a break. I mean, whether – it's just embarrassing. Aaron, do they think we're just all idiots, these coaches, when they say things like that? And by the way, were you touch? Did you like the text that uh, that uh, our man sent out to his players uh, <laughs> uh, for Brian Kelly, where he said, "My love for you is limitless." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just it's just so. You know, uh, Coach Aranda talked about that. You know, when he was asked about coaching changes, his first response was, you know, thinking about all the players, you know, the committed to those schools and, and those coaching staffs, and they're the ones that are most affected by it. Um, but now with the transfer portal, the players have options, and there's some big names hitting the transfer portal. TCU running back Zach Evans, a five-star recruit out of high school, one of the top running back recruits in the nation, has entered the transfer portal transfer portal as have a couple of Oklahoma Sooners Spencer Rattler the preseason Heisman Trophy favorite who was benched early in the season announced yesterday that he is entering the NTA transfer portal transfer portal not a big surprise also wide receiver Jaden Hazelwood who was uh, second on Oklahoma in receiving this season with 39 catches for 399 yards and six touchdowns has announced he is also entering the transfer portal he was the number 12 ranked prospect overall coming out of high school in 2019 and the top ranked receiver in the country and I would expect him to end up in a USC uniform I have no idea about Spencer Rattler but I do not expect him to uh, to uh, follow his coach out to the west coast no um Aaron I have agreed um I probably shouldn't say this but this evening uh, I'm going to be taking uh, Evans on a uh, a little tour around the Baylor campus. I'm going to show him around some of my favorite buildings. Um, maybe get him over to Hooper Schaefer. Nobody ever talks about Hooper Schaefer. Um, maybe take him over to Castellaw, see where I kind of got my GPA rolling again over at Castellaw Communication School. And then we'll swing by the English building where I learned about Grendel and Beowulf and some of those things. And where I took a course from Greg Garrett back in the day. All the Pretty Horses by Cormac McCarthy. But I think Zach Evans would love the education he would receive at Baylor University. The only problem is Zach Evans is, uh, what's that old saying? You know, like <laughs> something wrapped in an enigma. You know, it's like he's just, you can't figure out, you can't figure this kid out. Like he, he, he I mean, he, he was, 
He'd missed his state title game because of unknown reasons. Then he kept, like, pulling out of uh, – uh, he kept decommitting. Then he somehow ends up at TCU, and he was great. And I understand they got a new coach. Maybe he liked Gary Patterson. So maybe he's going to wait and see where Gary ends up. But uh, it'll be fascinating. Now, one last thing, Aaron, I was going to tell you. I know we're running out of time. I did see a column by somebody I had to laugh in Austin today saying that Texas Sark should go hire Gary Patterson as his defensive coordinator. <laughs> now, wouldn't you love that? Gary Patterson at the University of Texas, he wore them out over the past decade. And, uh, oh, Gary, I think kind of got after me. I, I wasn't thinking. I wasn't even thinking about Gary. I made some comment recently about, how TCU decided if you can't beat them, hire them. I just was doing it almost like a little joke. They hired all the SMU coaches. Well, guess who? Re- guess who reminded me, Aaron, that <laughs> TCU is two and two all time against Sonny Dykes. So I don't think my little comment to Mr. Gary was appreciated, but that's okay. I think Gary and I will will move past it, and we will be okay. All right, that is Campus Confidential. Thank you, Aaron. And uh, we'll talk some uh, we'll talk some Rangers coming up at 520 with a man who uh, wrote a big story about the Rangers in uh, for uh, uh, for uh, Texas Monthly, Richard Justice. We'll do that at about 520 today. Next, we got to get into some Cowboys. There's a lot going on there, and we'll try to bring you up to date. That is next. Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and scratch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. This is ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. That's Jenko and me. 
refinance your vehicle today at Genco with rates as low as 1.69% for 48 months and have 90 days of no payments. Refinancing can lower your payment, so you pay less for your car. Apply online and get an additional 0.1% off our already low rate. Thank you, Genco. And don't forget, your vote counts. Vote today for your local school to win $1,500 with Genco School Spirit Competition. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. NCUA Equal Housing Lender. They're people I trust. They treat me like family. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Additional sponsors include Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Baylor University Hand Camera School of Business, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Thank you for that introduction. Thank you, Central National Bank. Thank you, UBO. I mean, my goodness. Thank you, Common Grounds. All the kids are... All the Baylor students are headed home. I mean, common grounds, what are they going to do? Do you now? And he just keeps on rolling and uh, they keep making great coffee over there at common grounds. We appreciate them so much. You heard all those names. Alan Samuels does such a nice job. And, and uh, uh, Ted Teague over there has been, become a, a really good friend of mine. And uh, their service area is beyond belief. I mean, it's 55,000 square feet. Get over there, any maker model. They just do a beautiful job. They're efficient. Get it quickly. So lots of things. And, boy, this time of year, uh, always I'm, I'm happy and, and appreciative of our sponsors. But as we come around the holidays, I think you think about being grateful and thankful for things. And, our uh, golly, we have so much loyalty from our partners, and I appreciate that. Uh, so much. And uh, Central National Bank, what a great bank that is. I may go by there and make a deposit uh, later today. I mean, I don't. I hope they can hold, hope they have room enough for all the money I kind of want to drop off over there. No, I think, Aaron, I think they could accommodate me. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. We're moving into the 5 o'clock hour. And we've got something really special at around 5.20, 5.18, however you want to say it. Uh, but you need to be by the dial because uh, Richard Justice, noted Major League Baseball writer uh, over the years, been at Houston Chronicle, uh, has been uh, with uh, MLB.com, has been with the Washington Post, now writing some for Texas Monthly, and uh, Richard is going to join us and talk about what the Rangers have done in free agency. F over $560 million. I bet even even though it's a lot of football to talk about, I bet Tom Barfield and Ward were up early this morning talking about that Rangers haul. That's unbelievable. You can hear them 7-9, to nine, by the way, on ESPN Central Texas. And, of course, you can hear us. We'll be out there broadcasting from the pregame show, that uh, tailgate show that we do, uh, Office of Baylor alumni. 
That'll happen on a Saturday morning, Big 12 championship. Can you believe that, Aaron? I mean, doesn't it seem still almost surreal that Baylor is going to continue playing? Like, we knew they'd go to a bowl game, but the fact that they have a Big 12 title game, like, I just didn't think, I didn't think OSU would pull it off. I mean, I really didn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pokes fans out there. But uh, they just never beat OU. And they ne- Gundy never beats OU. And it looked for all the world like they weren't going to do it. And they do it. And uh, sure enough, we're going to be uh, uh, the Baylor Bears. My alma mater, Aaron, the, your childhood team, are gonna be in, they're going to be in the Big 12 title game. Aaron, are you getting stoked? Are you ready for that 11 a.m. start? And by the way, the uh, announcing crew is uh, Sean McDonough and, uh, and Todd Blackledge. I would say for ESPN, that's considered their number two, probably their number two uh, group, number two. But I, I, McDonough is so good. I, I actually liked him on Monday Night Football. He's kind, of, uh, he's kind of understated, which I like. I think he's great. And, and um, so that's a great for people that can't come to the game. I will be there. Barfield will be there. But, Aaron, uh, you'll be listening, of course, on that ESPN Central Texas. Uh, but, uh, but we'll also have the uh, TV broadcast. And it looks like, Aaron, we're trying to secure Sean McDonough, uh, McDonough to be on with us um, either you know, later this week. So we always try to get the big time, big time guest, and we will, uh, we don't, we will not fail you when it comes to that. All right, continuing on, Aaron, did you yesterday? Did you start sort of pouring over the list of COVID casualties? Well, that doesn't sound good, does it? COVID uh, people that are in the COVID protocol for the Cowboys. I mean, that's not fun. When you uh, when you start going over that list, Aaron, as I understand it, I mean, the truth of the matter is, I mean, the Cowboys don't have anybody left to uh, coach the offensive line. Joe Philbin continues to be out. The O line, the assistant O line coach, continues to be out. Um, Aaron, are you? I mean, I, I, do you think this Dan Quinn and Aaron? This is this will be interesting to see. What do you think when? Uh, what do you think about if the Cowboys go out and just handle New Orleans? Do you think do you think fans will be pretty sensitive to Mike McCarthy and be like, "Oh, Mike, hope you're feeling better," or do you think the fans will be saying, "Look, look what they did when Mike McCarthy's not out there." I love the morning news. One of my good friends, David Moore, in the morning news wrote some big thing about how if they go win this game, it'll be some kind of huge, you know, uh, a feather in in Mike McCarthy's cap. Hat, I mean, Aaron. I'm just not sure. I'm not sure fans are going to see it that way. Am I wrong? I mean, I think fans. By the way, if you want to call in, Aaron, can we execute that today? I think we could. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty is that CNC Collision Center text line. Um, I, I, I find it. I find all of that very interesting. Uh, thinking about how Cowboys fans would think of would would basically interpret a big win at New Orleans. Now, I think they would take any win, but you're going in there against a beat-up New Orleans team. I think Taysom Hill's going to get the start in this one. Simeon's the backup. Um, you got a little bit of a mess going on there right now. They're losing a bunch of games. Aaron, do you think the fans 
will be really sensitive towards old Mike McCarthy when they when they go in there and beat him about thirty eight to seven. How do you think that's going to play? I think we both know how that's going to play. <laughs> Honestly, I think they're they're getting a, a one week a coaching upgrade. Mike McCarthy is horrible with clock management, and I have to assume that that he's so bad at it that there's no way that Quinn could be worse. So I think it'll be an upgrade. Aaron, let me remind you of uh, a certain score. That I think it was 28-3 to in a Super Bowl a few years ago. Who was coaching that team for the Atlanta Falcons? Can you remind me? Oh, I remember. He just didn't, he didn't have any clock management issues. He had, uh, his issue was his offensive coordinator calling uh, pass plays when they could have kicked a field goal that would have basically put the game away. I'm with you, but, but from where I'm from, the, the head coach does have the opportunity to tell the play caller what to do oh, uh, in those uh, in those uh, instances, but I do find it funny now. I, I, Aaron, I'm just ma- I'm just kind of making light of it. I I kind of agree with you. I mean, I like I kind of want to see how this looks, but I I I, re- I I I see the irony of Cowboys fans kind of like, oh, good, Dan Quinn's going to be down there when this man forfeited more big leads than anybody we've ever heard from. I mean. Aaron, do you remember that uh, the one win last year that uh, the <laughs> Cowboys were uh, over Atlanta where they were way down and they had a miracle comeback? That was when Dan Quinn was on the opposing sideline. <laughs> so I do think that speaks to kind of where people are on Mike McCarthy, that this feels like some sort of reprieve. Ah, a break from Mike McCarthy. Now, Aaron, we don't want to be insensitive. We have people like Mosley, he's got uh, – uh, Aaron, stop joking. He's got the COVID. Well, he was vaccinated. He's got an itchy throat. He's fine. He's fine. I got an itchy throat. Aaron, you know what I did last night? I took some, uh, I took a little Benadryl. I thought that'll help. You know, a little Benadryl kind of help the allergies, help me sleep. And I felt really sleepy. I thought I'm going to get the greatest night of sleep. You know, I traveled overseas recently. And uh, Aaron, you might have gotten a text from me at about five this morning. Uh, about 2.30, I roll out of bed, unable to sleep. This uh, was not able to even attempt sleep again till 6 this morning. Aaron, you ever notice how you and I, like our sleep schedules, basically don't jive with the rest of the country? Like no one in our families, no one in our, you know, like that we work with. <laughs> yes, but it, it, it gives us somebody to talk to. <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning so. we can text because i know you'll know I'll, you know i'll be up <laughs> i know i know i know you're there for me and i think i probably was saying things to you there at two or three in the morning but it last night was going to be that rare really good night's rest and then it did not play out for me other people out for the cowboys Terrence Steele. Um, and by the way, the text line i hadn't said this enough lately uh tomorrow aaron let's reserve some time for our people We got great listeners. I hear from you when I'm at Baylor games. I hear from you uh, anytime I'm out and about. I see you on Twitter. So we need to make some time for our folks to be able to sound off. If you ever want to text us, uh, CNC Collision text line is 254-662-1660. Aaron, I understand you even have one as we speak. What, uh, What are our people saying today? Are they knocking me? Are they knocking you, Aaron? 
please, I, I just don't have thick enough skin today to take it if they're disagreeing with me. Are they? What are they saying out there, Aaron? Well, Tori wants to know, what is it with all the big-time coaches having no loyalty to their schools and just leaving? Is it all about the money? And then also from the 254, oh, no, that's just somebody joking around. <laughs> they said their sources are telling them. I don't even want to say it because then somebody's going to say they heard on the Matt Mosley show. But it was a pretty funny <laughs> name that you. they mentioned as as a possible coaching candidate Good. for the Oklahoma Sooners that I'm not going to name because yeah, there's no you, way that's true. <laughs> since you might have gotten catfished on a certain name the other day. Exactly. You will not. I'm glad you yeah. caught that. I'm a lot more skeptical and careful now. Fortunately, you only sent it to me. My first thought was, Aaron, you know, delete, 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 because you're pretty good about immediately putting things on our station account. And I was like, Aaron, that's not. And what it was was a uh, fake one that instead of at at Bleacher Report, it was at Bleacher Report, R-E-P-O-R. <laughs> yeah, they got, they got Google News, too. <laughs> I know, I know, but we we caught it, we caught it, and we we, we were a good team on that. But uh, yeah, if you've got things to say, I mean, are you looking forward? Do you think the Cowboys are? Let me ask it this way, because and, and this is mean of me, but I'm going to do it anyway. Are you? Do you think the Cowboys have a actual better shot to win without McCarthy on the sideline? We'll take a little poll here. 254-662-1660. That is the CNC Collision Center text line. 254-662-1660. Will the Cowboys have a better chance of winning without uh, without uh, Mike McCarthy on the sideline? Let us know what you think. All right, we've got a big-time baseball writer uh, ready to talk about what the Rangers unbelievably did in free agency over the past 48 hours. That is next. Dr. Rao Ali has been helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali, 469-562-4188. Now time for a Cowboys update. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Head coach Mike McCarthy and several assistant coaches will miss Thursday's game due to COVID. Details after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy and six assistant coaches are on the COVID list and will miss Thursday night's game at the Saints. Two of the assistants are offensive line coaches, and starting right tackle Terrence Steele also tested positive. So for all-pro guard Zach Martin, the latest news continues a merry-go-round this year on the offensive line. 
guys in and out of the lineup, and we've had a lot of different combinations of line. It's gotten some good work together. So it'd be big for us this week to just keep uh, refining that communication and to get ready to go into, uh, you know, obviously a big game for us in a, in a, in a tough environment. Defensive coordinator Dan Quinn will handle many of McCarthy's in-game duties on Thursday night, and the team will be without defensive tackle Tristan Hill, who's been suspended two games for punching a Raiders player post-game last Thursday. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right, 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece, a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is the Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Our unseasonably mild weather continues. Matter of fact, continues for the rest of the week. We'll see partly cloudy skies tonight. Lows dropping to 52 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, but again, more sunshine in the afternoon. It'll be very warm with a high at 77 and partly cloudy, even warmer on Thursday and 78. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 and Imperial. Come by and see what makes them different. Another shot to the Cowboys roster. The NFL suspended Cowboys defensive tackle Tristan Hill without pay for two games on Monday for punching Raiders guard John Simpson after the Thanksgiving Day loss to the Raiders. Brian Kelly has left Notre Dame to become the next head coach of LSU. Kelly has agreed to a 10-year, $95 million deal that also has incentives. Texas Rangers securing the middle infield after agreeing to a 10-year, $325 million deal with shortstop Corey Seager, a day after agreeing to a 7-year deal with infielder Marcus Simeon. Bader women's basketball tonight 
hosting Moorhead State in the Farrell Center. 7 o'clock tip, and you can hear the action on ESPN Central Texas. Catch the Coach Pete Fredenberg Show tonight starting at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, rolling through the day. Thank you, Alan Samuels. Thank you, that uh, Grand Cherokee. Whoa, those are nice. Those 2001 Grand Cherokees would love to see. Our next guest, Richard Justice, riding around the Metroplex in one of those. And um, Richard, I'll tell you who can, uh, I mean, I I, I got to just start this with what in the world got into Ray Davis? I mean, the, the the Texas Rangers, and I really liked your column in Texas Monthly, a magazine that I used to write for, and, and uh, boy, they, a couple of editors ago, uh, Richard, they kind of left me on the cutting room floor there. But this is this is uh, this is stunning. I mean, this uh, this really, I'm still trying to. Uh, I mean, I you know the coaching, the college coaching stuff had all my attention, of course, and I was all excited right. following that. And then the Rangers just kind of come in and go boom, boom, and and five hundred. I mean, that's just the uh, the amount, the millions, and you wrote about it. It's just it is stunning. It is record setting, and it is just not. It's sort of out of character for this organization. Right, Matt. What you heard late in the season was we intend to contend next year, and you're thinking, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're you're on your way to a hundred losses. You're not contending next year. You've got a your farm system is on the upswing, but you're just not there yet with your major league team. I mean, they were third from the bottom in runs. I think they were sixth or seventh from the bottom in giving up runs. There's a lot of work to do, but you have to give John Daniels credit in that when they went all in with the teardown and trading Joey Gallo and all those guys, they got they got good young prospects, good young arms. And I think the way they looked at it, they were pretty honest about it uh, in that we have we had had $150 million payroll pretty consistently before the pandemic. We got about $50 million in commitments for 2022. We're going to spend $100 million. Look, Matt, this is not the way teams use free agency for the most part now. They use free agency, these teams that tank and then rebuild. They get to a certain point and then use uh, free agency to fill in the holes. The Rangers are saying we need we need to, a foundation, and our young players are not ready to be that foundation. But they're going to come quickly. I mean, Jack Leiter is going to be a big league pitcher pretty soon. Cole Wynn is a good player. Josh Young. They have lots of things to be op- optimistic about. But you know what the, the main thing they bought with a half a billion dollars is? They got people talking about the team in a different way. You know, it was not – and John Daniels said this. He said, you know, I know our fans think – I'll believe it when I see it. Well, you can see it now. And, and, and just one final point, they got culture guys. And I know Chris Woodward is big on that, having guys with a certain professionalism and will give a good effort. Early in his tenure, somebody was – his first spring, I think, someone asked Chris Woodward, how are you going to handle a six-game losing streak? And he said, are you kidding? I will love a six-game losing streak because that's when you learn about what you have in that clubhouse. And then Marcus Simeon, you're not going to get a higher character guy or a better teammate in all of baseball. Corey Seager is 
pretty much right in that the end falls right into the line with that. They still have some work to do, but at least they got us talking about the Rangers in a positive way, and that's that's a big step in the right direction. Well, Richard Justice getting it done. I love the closing the kicker line to your column. We believe. I mean, it was. Uh, they 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 just kind of grabbed everybody's attention, and it's just so wild. All those years, we thought uh, Andrus and Odor they were supposed to be the long time combination, and that thing got that thing just played out. It just petered out, and and those guys had their moments, and obviously Elvis uh, uh, more than Odor, but suddenly Seeger and Simeon up the middle, and I think everybody pretty much agrees that becomes the best middle infield. You could argue maybe some others, but in, in baseball and. Uh, I mean, I, I, I guess, do, do you now, uh, Richard, and there's, obviously you've got to do a few more things, and we can talk about, oh, you got to bring in a pitcher, maybe Kershaw will come, and that would be fun. But, like, are they, are, it, it, I guess at this point, you don't want to get ahead of ourselves. It's just, like you said, they're, they're in the conversation now. It's, it may be premature to say, okay, they're a contender now. But, I mean, when you look at this team now, no, Richard, I mean, think about it. You're going to have way more of a desire to go out to that ballpark. And I guess that's they've accomplished everything they wanted in, in that respect. Yeah, I, I saw a list of, uh, I think the Rangers were number one in new sponsorships signed in 2021. So, in that way, the ballpark has already done its job. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think they need to give people a reason to go and to be excited. People did show up. You know, Randy Galloway, our friend Randy Galloway always said, Arlington, uh, the the Metroplex has the best baseball fans in the nation because they keep going out there, and for years they didn't give them a team worth cheering for. But they kept going anyway. And I think, you know, I think that (laughs) increased the urgency. You've seen how excited people are with the two trips to the World Series, the six playoff trips and all of that. You know, so now, how good is Dane Dunning and Kobe Allard and, and Taylor Hearn looked really good in stretches last year? It's going to be, I think, the turnaround is going to depend on how quickly a lot of those young guys figure it out. They're going to figure it out. I mean, I'm telling you, I've been around a lot of managers. There's nobody I've been ever been more impressed with than Chris Woodward. And, you know, I've known Chris Young and John Daniels forever. I, I root for them. I, I think they have the right people in place, and the Metroplex deserves it. Talking to Richard Justice uh, of uh, Texas Monthly, you you bring up John Daniels, and I immediately, because I've known John way more than I know Chris, and so I've kind of reached out to John in the last 24 hours. But tell me what you think, because you know Chris Young a lot better than I do. Like, the role, I think we all are still trying to figure out how these things are divided. Is it truly sort of a tandem-type deal, or has John Daniels maybe taken a bit of a step back and said, hey, Chris Young, you get out there and you – I mean, he was the one making the comments, winter meetings and all of that. What do you think that dynamic is right now? Well, I think John still is going to have the final sign-off on everything, but I think it's just a sharing of the work. And I also think it's just a matter of having another smart guy, another set of eyes. While they were losing 102 last year, really the last two seasons, they built up a lot of infrastructure in terms of analytics and trying to catch up with the smart teams, the Rays, the Astros, the Dodgers, trying to catch up with those guys. They they remapped the minor league system in terms of instructors and all that just to try to get everybody on the same page. I know some of the people 
they've hired in the analytics department, and they're very, very smart. You know, whatever you think about it, you got to speak the language of spin rate and launch angle and defensive alignment and all that stuff. And I think the Rangers had fallen behind in some of those areas. It's not – John doesn't have to know them. Chris Young doesn't have to know them, and they don't know it all. But you have to have voices in your ear, just like Chris Woodward is going to – and I think he did a big – he was important in moving them in that direction. Just, I don't, I don't want you to tell me what to do, but I want you to tell me what I need to know. And I think even while they weren't winning, they were putting the fa- a foundation in place to allow them to compete with those teams. Do you feel like Galloway had a pretty good grasp of spin rate? <laughs> well, he would know what it was in that <laughs> – he knew what hard throwing was, but um, <laughs> you know what? I think I think sometimes I listen. Sometimes I think we overdo it on that stuff because I think Nolan Ryan could could watch a pitcher and tell you what the spin rate was. But it's just as Dayton Moore of the Royals says, it's it's another way to verify what you think you see, and it's worked enough. Like I, I, the the, uh, the Rays got a pitcher a couple of years ago, a former Longhorn. And I said, what did they do to remake you? It had been released like three teams. I can't, I can't remember the guy's name now. And he said, listen, if they want you, that's a pretty good verification that you, you are something pretty special. And he said, they just brought me into a room and said, look, here's what you do well. Here's what you don't do well. We think that maybe this is a novel concept. We think you ought to do more of what you do well. And that's the way the game's headed. You, you know, it's, it's very – it's different. A lot of ways, the game is not as much fun to watch. I don't know how you feel about it, but it, that is where we're at right now. Where, where, where are your? What are your Astros sources saying? Is this one of those eyebrow raising kind of like, hmm, interesting or snickering? What do we? What What do you think the Astros? Uh, obviously, they hadn't had to worry about the Rangers for for several years now. What uh, what do you think their reaction has been to this, if any? Eye-opening. It opened their eyes, and I think it's somewhat relief that Carlos Correa is not going to be the shortstop because I think they knew the Rangers were going to be in position to make a big run at Carlos Correa. But the Mariners have been, made big moves. I mean, the Angels have made big moves. It's turning into the to the big boy league, and you're going to, you know, maybe Oakland's tearing down. I, I don't know. But uh, Seattle is good. Seattle's good. And now Texas is much better. And what everybody in baseball sees is they have those kids that are going to be ready pretty soon. I'm telling you, Jack Leiter is a number one starter. Josh Young is a major league third baseman. I don't know how quickly it's going to happen. Probably pretty quick, pretty quickly. But you know that old baseball people would tell you, like, I don't need a bombshell move. I just need to get better today and get a little bit better tomorrow. And if you keep doing good things, you keep having good drafts. And and that moves that gets you where you want to go. A lot of the Rangers' problems were bad drafts, the inability to develop pitching, and they gave some bad. And frankly, John gave some bad contracts out. I mean, uh, Andrus was a bad contract. Odor and I love the kid, and I thought it was a great move. That was not a good contract. Shinsu Chu was not a great contract. So you have to be a little bit better in your player evaluation. Well, Richard. Uh... This guy is talking in uh, baseball. Even though we get the uh, lockout uh, likely coming up, we uh, this is kind of exciting to be talking some baseball, and it's felt very 
hot stovey. I mean, it just it got me got my juices flowing, and I honestly today was looking because I was like, I wonder what Richard has said about this, and then I saw your column pop up, and I'm like, okay, cool, and then I then I booked you, uh, and I and I appreciate it, and I'll send you the regular check that I always do. Uh, now, Richard, do uh, uh, what you? I love that I got a, they got a column out of the Austin American Statesman today saying that uh, that University of Texas should hire. As their new defensive coordinator, Gary Patterson. <laughs> I don't know if you, I don't know if you noticed that, but wouldn't that be interesting? Get old, get old Gary down, Sark and Gary, see if they can get that thing rolling a little bit. Well, here's the thing, Matt. The defensive coordinator they have now, I think he has a three-year contract at 1.7 million a year. And after the the the, the thing started, the wheels started coming off. I would read these staff changes imminent, like staff changes. You, you just, the guy just put his staff together a year ago, and now you are having to go back and say, you know, maybe we made a mistake. We're going to look back and, and look back. Last year, uh, Shane Beamer was hired by South Carolina, right? You think Shane Beamer is a better mm-hmm. coach than Steve Sarkeesian? Matt Rule, you have to make that phone call to see if you're going to get him. He's at the top of every list. Uh, Mark Stoops, I mean, I, I – Look, Chris Del Conte had a reason for hiring Steve Sarkeesian, but it's not clear what that reason was. And his defenses of Steve Sarkeesian don't ring. They don't ring honestly because when he goes, you go, buddy. You you hitched your wagon to him. I don't think you're going to be able to keep your job just on bringing Eddie Reese back and hiring Chris Beard, as great as those two moves were. <laughs> Eddie Reese, I... I love a good swimming coach, and I love a good Gregory Jim uh, game. I think you can really pack that place out. Uh, Richard, always fun to uh, to catch up. I appreciate you, and uh, look forward to our next conversation. Thank you for having me, Matt. There he goes, Richard Justice, the decorated baseball writer and, and longtime general columnist. Uh, at the uh, Houston Chronicle before he uh, was in MLB.com. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We're just flying along here, and uh, we will uh, we will return with a Big 12 championship talk. It's happening. It's happening, and I'm excited. Who's going to be ready for this game? I got uh, some news for you next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball on the floor tonight in the Farrell Center with the Big 12's Player of the Week. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. 
Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Want to be a part of all things Baylor Athletics? Join the Baylor Cub Club presented by Green Eye Associates today. Free registration for the 2021-22 season is available now for kids 8th grade and under. Members receive discounted admission to select Baylor Athletics events and other great promotional items. Register at BaylorCubClub.com or email fan underscore engagement at Baylor.edu for additional information. Show off your Baylor pride and become a Cub Club member today. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball up to number five in the nation in this week's Associated Press Top 25 poll. The Baylor women in action tonight on the floor in the Farrell Center hosting Moorhead State. The Baylor women back from winning the Cancun Challenge last week, and they had the Mayan Division MVP in senior Nalissa Smith. She averaged 19 points and 15.3 rebounds per game as the Bears went 3-0 in Mexico with wins over Fordham, Arizona State, and Houston. Smith leads the nation in rebounding going into the game this evening. And head coach Nikki Collin asked if there's still more she can get out of the senior All-American. That position such a versatile position. So Nalissa's growth in terms of her position versatility at the four, you know, her ability to take care of the basketball, to get into dribble handoffs and, and really make good decisions, to um, attack when she should attack, to take the 15-foot pull-up because she's good at it when it's there, um, to not be baited into shots, you know, at times and play to the next action. That's all going to be part of her growth and maturation. Like, like she's great. I mean, there's no question she's great. Um, you know, and, and I think rebounding and defense are keys, but, you know, there's, there's still a lot of room for her to grow to get to where I know she absolutely wants to be. Baylor women's coach Nikki Collin on senior Nalissa Smith averaging a double-double on the season, 20.5 points per game and 13.4 rebounds per game. Baylor in action tonight in the Farrell Center hosting Moorhead State. On the air at 6.30, tip-off at 7 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler. Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, b Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. 
Having an accredited land consultant like Daryl Weems and his team of farm, ranch, land, and home experts on your side is a must when making what may be the biggest financial decision in your life. Selling farm and ranch property since 1925, United Country's Twin Bends Realty is your go-to source for real estate industry insight and advice. Sellers will benefit from UC's cutting-edge technology that will provide your property with maximum visibility. Find your freedom by calling Daryl Weems, your local land pro at United Country Twin Bends Realty. Learn more at twinbendsrealty.com. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. The one stop for your farm and ranch supplies is Bar None Country Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets, Bar None Country Store also has fencing products and panels with gates and culverts, plus a good selection of deer feed and feeders. They also have the latest styles of men and women's clothing, plus those comfortable shoes from Hey Dude. Go by and see Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Bar None Country Store, 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 and Imperial. Come by and see what makes them different. Another shot to the Cowboys roster. The NFL suspended Cowboys defensive tackle Tristan Hill without pay for two games on Monday for punching Raiders guard John Simpson after the Thanksgiving Day loss to the Raiders. Brian Kelly has left Notre Dame to become the next head coach of LSU. Kelly has agreed to a 10-year, $95 million deal that also has incentives. Texas Rangers securing the middle infield after agreeing to a 10-year, $325 million deal with shortstop Corey Seager, a day after agreeing to a seven-year deal with infielder Marcus Simeon. Beta women's basketball tonight hosting Moorhead State in the Farrell Center. 7 o'clock tip, and you can hear the action on ESPN Central Texas. Catch the Coach Pete Fredenberg show tonight starting at 6 o'clock on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Sign me up for Pete Fredenberg show. Love that. Love that. And, uh, of course, uh, the women's uh, basketball team, the uh, Baylor women, play tonight. And that'll be against Moorhead State. You can hear it right here at ESPN Central Texas, uh, the pregame at 630. Interesting times there in Cancun and had a fun time today catching up with uh, Coach Nikki Collin, getting to visit with her a little bit. And, and it was a very interesting um, I was trying to keep up with it when I was uh, overseas in France, and it uh, wasn't easy to do. They were, those games were on Flow Sports, but uh, I think, uh, you know, as, as uh, Nikki talked about, she, uh, she had a good, uh, good long visit with Queen Egbo, and I think, uh, I think Queen needed to, needed to be reminded that she has the capacity to be not only one of the best defensive players in the country, but can also be more assertive on offense. And uh, Queen Egbo, uh, in that uh, in that game against Houston the other night, responded in a big way. And uh, in fact, had 16 points, like five blocks. 
a ton of rebounds, just uh, really had a dominant performance. And, uh, you know, it'll just be interesting. I mean, I you know, Nikki does it in a different way than Kim did. And, again, she's been very upfront. She's not going to try to be Kim Mulkey. Kim stayed on her players. Now, the players probably, I would say, kind of like when Bill Parcells left and Wade Phillips came in, the Cowboys were like, were refreshed and, felt better about things and we were writing stories and they went 13 and three and and then but but it's sometimes I think Nikki's gonna have to drop the hammer uh and she's already had to a couple times you know tap into her uh what do you want to call it angry Nikki whatever it is but um I think uh I think they were a little late to Thanksgiving uh dinner uh, because of a long conversation that they had and I think Queen Egbo got the uh, message and and uh, boy, and Alyssa and Queen and and uh, Jordan and then you know one of the things I really enjoyed talking to Nikki about was uh, was how uh, you know how they played on how Jamie Asbury even her though her shot was not there how she she kept playing some great defense and um, and I think that's extremely important I think that speaks to her player character uh, that uh, that. Uh, uh, or athletic character, however you want to say that, that she kept rolling even during that time where her shot wasn't falling. Uh, Baylor wants her sinking outside shots. But, you know, if she's off, they're not going to ask her to shoot 15 threes if the ball's not falling. But uh, I, I like uh, some of the things I'm seeing. I think this team is rounding into form, and that's going to be another interesting opportunity. If you are a women's uh, Baylor women's basketball fan, and most people listening to this show are, um, I think that Missouri game, 7 o'clock Saturday night, might be a good one to get out to. And uh, I'll be at the Baylor uh, – I'll be at the Big 12 game, and then I will, uh, I will make my way, and then I'm going to have my eyes either via TV – or via that, I think that's an ESPNU game, or uh, via radio, or via in person. I'll be seeing how the uh, the women do against Mizzou because they're that's a big rugged team. They hadn't lost a game yet. Missouri, it's an SEC team. It's a good test. It's a good chance for the the uh, home crowd to get out there and support the uh, women's team. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, alongside uh, Aaron Sexton. We, uh, we have some more uh, as the dismount uh, comes up here. Got a couple things we need to keep you updated on, on the, the Cowboys. Um, I'm working on something and uh, lots of interesting Cowboys news and a couple more college nuggets for you as we close things out today. The dismount is next. Baylor, Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game. This Saturday at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. Live from Arlington, 11 a.m. kickoff for the Bears and the Cowboys. Join J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, Saturday morning from Arlington, here on the home of Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas. Attention Central Texas golfers. Are you looking for a golf outing that's a great value but will also challenge your game? Consider Battle Lake Golf Course. This user-friendly course located only 15 minutes from Waco is built for golfers and offers a gently rolling countryside setting with uphill and downhill challenges. It's also a great place to host a group, church, or corporate outing. The friendly staff is looking forward to seeing you at Battle Lake Golf Course. Learn more at BattleLakeGolf.com. 
wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. This is Richard Carr. We have shared many challenges together over the past year, but 2021 brought a new business challenge. Computer chip shortages have created long delays for new vehicles. We're told production is improving and cars are coming. At Richard Carr Motors, we have a list of vehicles already in production called our inbound vehicle list. These are vehicles that will be delivered first. Get your name on our inbound vehicle list and be first in line for your new GM car or truck. Thank you, Central Texas, for your continued support. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show. Ah, yes, the dismount. As we have to say, good night. Um, but I uh, want to leave you with uh, some uh, few nuggets as we uh, do have to uh, say goodbye. Been a strong show, lots of great guests. Appreciate everybody who's been a part of this. Always fun talking to, uh, to uh, Richard Justice, the uh, big-time baseball writer uh, for, uh, for Texas Monthly, but longtime MLB.com. And Gary Myers, who had some interesting things. I think he told us, uh, Aaron, that uh, what uh, Robert Griffin in this new upcoming book about his time in Washington, what he told him about the sexual harassment uh, allegations there in Washington made him fall out of his chair. I believe that's what Gary, uh, the way Gary expressed this to us. And and Gary is, uh, he's not one for hyperbole, so I think that would be interesting to, that's going to be a good read. And I know, Aaron, you, uh, as a longtime observer of RG3, uh, you will look forward to uh, to reading that one. Now, uh, Cowboys are going to be, I, interestingly, I always try to read through what Jerry says and then what Mike McCarthy says. Mike McCarthy seemed to indicate that Amari Cooper was in the building, but still not quite up to it. And if he doesn't practice tomorrow, probably doesn't think he's going to play. Jerry earlier today seemed to think he's full go. You know, he's he's going to be ready to play. So, uh, as as only Jerry can. There's uh, there's always a little bit of mixed messages coming out of uh, the star there for the Cowboys. But uh, we will. It does look like C.D. Lamb will be a full go, and he will be back uh, for Thursday night's game. 
I mean, the Saints are in a bad way, too. Uh, the Cowboys are actually going to get Demarcus Lawrence back for this game. Pass rush should be up and rolling. Micah Parsons is just truly having not only a great rookie season, but he's just he's just a flat-out great defensive player. Some of the stuff he's doing, I saw some numbers someone put up today. Uh, I think it was Bob Sturm, actually, uh, one of my former uh, radio uh, colleagues in Dallas. Uh, Bob said something along the lines of uh, splash plays, which are generally, you know, anything behind the line of scrimmage, sacks, you know, forced fumbles, all that kind of stuff, that he's, he's leading the league. And, and you think about some of the great defensive players, T.J. Watt comes to mind, Aaron Donald comes to mind for the, for the Rams. I mean, Aaron, that's, that's pretty wild that Micah Parsons as a rookie is number one in the NFL. Yeah, that's a pretty incredible stat, especially when nobody considered him a pass rusher really going into the year. Yeah, I, that is, it is pretty wild uh, to think of that. Uh, it is, uh, you know, I think we're going to look and see, if, you know, what the Cowboys do. The other one to think about is uh, Zeke. And um, Zeke Elliott with uh, with what his status is going to be. And, and Ed Werder reported that uh, Zeke, they, they might consider resting Zeke. And and I and I thought that was an interesting thing, especially for such a much needed type game. Well, uh, Jerry Jones said today that he's ready for to, to carry a serious load against the Saints. Is that gamesmanship, or is Jerry telling us the truth? You never know when it comes to Jerry and injuries. All right, our day has come to a sad end. It's been a fun one. We will see you tomorrow at four o'clock. Good night, everybody. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's number check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll hear from Oklahoma State head coach Mike Gundy, a one-time Baylor assistant now in his 17th year with the Cowboys, talking about their position in the Big 12 moving forward. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including concussions. These specialists also provide orthopedic services for athletes and non-athletes alike, whether it's knee or shoulder pain, hand and wrist injuries,